eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag, it's the hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Raymond Von Damon. He is Rhaenyra Von Daenyra. All hail the King of Ginger Ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? What's up, brother? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going with Meat Wad. <laughs> no, that was a little... Well, I was trying to do, like, the, the hormone monster, and it came out a little too Meat Wad on me. They're similar though. There's a lot. There's a big cross reference there between uh, in the Venn diagram of voices. There's a huge uh, middle circle for those two. I haven't seen Big Mouth in a while, but I was kind of getting it at one point. Yeah, it's you. Yeah, 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 yeah. All yeah. good, buddy. That's pretty good. Gotta go high. All good, buddy. What a ridiculous character. Ridiculous. All the best. One of the all-time best, Ryan. We have a absolute pant load of stuff to get to today. I think that is the medical term. So pant load, yeah. Let's get into it. Let's do it. This week in the How about this news that came out since our last episode, which is why it's in this segment of the show? <laughs> Constantine with Keanu Reeves. Getting a sequel. Getting a sequel. And we talked, I think we've talked about this. So I don't know how many times we were just like, why can't you just make a sequel to that movie? That movie is wildly underrated. Criminally. I would, I would agree with you. It is. And I think because it came out in what? Oh, five. So it was sort of at a time where there had been the recent boom. And then there was, a, and there was a lot of shit in there and it was hard to decipher like, all right, what was good? What's not good. Like, I'm glad they made, you know, Fantastic Four and Ghost Rider and Daredevil and all these ones where you're like, like and then this was kind of like slipped in there, and it's a DC character, but it's not really in the DC universe, really, and you know. or, or at least this version of it. But yeah. he was good. The character's so cool. He's one of the coolest characters in all of comics. There needs to be more of this. I I still have never seen the TV show, but I heard it was actually pretty good. I've seen and Lucifer is actually pretty good too. Okay. So that's, again, no, wait, Lucifer, I believe that's the Neil Gaiman, like Lucifer Morningstar one, but it's not, him and Constantine cross over a little bit. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, this, this Rachel Vice, Keanu Reeves, yeah. Tilda Swinton, you got Peter Stormare, that guy playing the devil. Awesome. Yes. Great cast. 
Yeah. Yeah. The Constantine uh, TV show. That guy uh, also did some crossovers in the CW Arrowverse. And there's some episodes where the Green Arrow's like, all right, I got a guy. I'll call a guy. And then he calls in John Constantine. So the character's badass. There's a lot of really good comic books with Constantine. And whether he's crossing over with, you know, Sandman or Batman or whoever, it's always good. But Keanu Reeves was awesome. So I'm I'm looking forward to and this is pre him kind of coming back. Like all the John Wick stuff has like launched him back up into being like yeah, yeah. mega superstar. So I'm excited because we heard about all this shit that DC was like canceling and HBO was canceling and whatever the hell's going on there. But so for them to green light Constantine, I'm pretty, pretty excited about. And you know, like Keanu Reeves is such like this mythical creature too. Like he'll do this movie for a song just because he wants to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he does, you know, I, you've heard, heard stories of him just like taking pay cuts so that other people can be in movies and like i don't really think he gives a shit about the money or the fame he just like wants to do what he wants to do seems like a pretty cool guy yeah he's like a pretty cool dude a little he's, cool customer that actually wouldn't be a bad we have a lot of episodes obviously to do and we've we've turned ourselves into a house of the dragon podcast however keanu reeves movies would be a good <sighs> episode yeah it'd be tough to come up with like a top four or six <sighs> I yeah, it'll change by the day, but yeah, man, a lot of good ones. Because you're like, oh, you you name the four. I know the four you're gonna name, and then you're gonna be like, but you miss Speed, and then you're like, oh shit, and then you're gonna do another four. Like, but you miss Young Blood, and like, ah fuck, and you're like, oh, you miss Bill and Ted. You know what I mean? So it's like, right, yeah, he's been in so many good movies, so many goddamn good movies. Love that guy. Uh, this Wednesday, Ryan Andor comes out on Disney Plus. We've been talking about it for a while. The trailer looks good, even though it's not the most interesting character in the world. Uh, but three episodes come out on Wednesday. So I would say tentatively, this is likely to be a standalone episode once it's completed. We're not going to do it every week like this show we're doing now. But all the other Star Wars shows we've done, I think it's been more disappointment than uh, enjoyment overall. But here we are. We're, we love Star Wars. Uh, and I, the early responses to this is it's a fresh take on the Star Wars universe because you kind of get these people who are, you know, real ham and eggers. These aren't like hot shot pilots or Jedi or whatever. It's just like boots on the ground, mm. you know, people who live in like these shitty cities. So I'm, I'm interested to see where they go with that. Yeah. yeah. How this kind of play. Again, it's one of those stories. I know you know how it ends. So right. how, but how it begins is pretty interesting to me as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, also man. coming out on the same day over on Netflix. If you enjoy serial killer stuff, then people do. I'm one of those people. It's mm-hmm. it's a weird thing to admit to liking, but uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. It's a uh, I think it's Ryan Murphy is doing the. Sh- it's a series. It's a ten episode series, and it is uh, what's his name that's playing the fucking kid uh, Evan Peters. Who was in like all the American Horror oh, stories, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that stuff. And at one point he was going out with Emma Roberts. Don't know if he still is or not. But he I plays mean, dating someone else too, which was odd. He is or she is. He was. I forget. I forget. Yeah. Anyway. He was also a good uh Quicksilver in uh the X-Men was. universe. Was. Yeah, um, did you ever read that graphic novel, My Friend Dahmer? No, you told me I gotta look that up. I gotta see if that's on that. It's pretty interesting because again, I, I've talked about it before, but it's the, from the perspective of like his high school friend. Like the guy was like, they were. He's like, I was his friend as much as anyone could be his friend. Like we like, sure. hung out with him, but like yeah. I wasn't like his friend. Like I wouldn't hang out with him alone. 
Mm. You know, but like, so it's kind of an interesting perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I want to watch that. Yeah. He was engaged to Emma Roberts, Mm. uh, but they're no longer engaged. But anyway, I'll check that out. 10 episodes seems like a lot, but I'll still give it a go. That's a lot of Dahmer. Dahmer. Yeah. Then it's like, hey, what are you watching over there? Oh, Dahmer. Dahmer. I may have told this story in the podcast, but this is like the first like serial killer I remember discussing. And I think it was actually friend of the podcast shark was telling me like he had heard about it and we did all i remember him saying was like there's a guy in milwaukee who's killed a lot of people and he eats them yeah and as a like eight nine or ten year old you're like what the fuck and then like i associated milwaukee with like a cannibal just because that's like in my mind like what i was thinking i'm like so for the longest time i'm like i'm not going to milwaukee like no thank you it was scary scary stuff Uh, i'm trying to think of who the first serial killer i was like aware of i mean it's got to be like i remember seeing um charles manson on tv oh really interesting yeah like i remember you know seeing him or like it was like a parole hearing or something and my my mom being i'm like who is that (laughs) you know she had to like explain to me who he was this fucking but it's it's fucked because i I think i think of him as a serial killer and he's not he didn't kill anybody right actually yeah so that's not a serial killer doesn't count nope so jeffrey dahmer was apprehended in 1991 so i would have been seven and then he was executed or he was killed or whatever in uh 94 he was killed in prison right he was yeah he was bludgeoned to death in prison by somebody else so that i was 10 when he died so i either heard about it when he got caught or whenever and so you're like there's a milwaukee cannibal anyway I'll watch that when it comes out. Ryan, a series of movies came out uh, over the weekend or some get earlier releases. And I haven't seen any of these, but I have the Rotten Tomatoes or the Roddy Tees and audience scores. Mm-hmm. First, Clerks 3, uh, early reviews, 65% critics, 94% audience. Where do you stand on that? You know exactly where the fuck I stand on this. This is bullshit. Can't wait to see it. No, I don't want anything to see. Like, it's just so dumb. Like, I just, I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it. I don't want to talk about it. I'm fucking over it. And so I tweeted that out. And I think it was, was it, uh, what have been Sam on Twitter said, yeah, that looks good. Like the audience score, except for the fact that Jay and Silent Bob reboot also got like a 90s by the audience and oh like, and i tweet like they said licorice pizza has like a 97 percent audience i've never seen score. it though i've never seen oh, it. oh that movie's fucking Thanks. trash that movie stinks <laughs> stinks yeah uh i'll definitely see clerks three when it's out i'm not gonna spend a uh any of my hard earned you know money. what i'll hit you know let's do it let's do a standalone i'll hate see that movie hate see clerks three i will hate see it we'll do a dink on it i'll hate we'll see clerks three Little clerks three dink yeah uh, a movie i am interested in but apparently it's in theaters and i don't understand how quickly they turn this fucking thing around so we both saw the movie x x which yep. came out in theaters early in the year and it was a really pretty cool horror movie i didn't love it but it was good mm-hmm. like I, I would recommend it and then they're like oh they're gonna make a prequel about one of the characters called pearl i'm like well that's a great idea well that movie's already out so like, do you think do you think they already shot some of that footage like flashback footage and just didn't use it so they had like a quarter of the movie done and then we could just like crank that out? It must have. Cuz that's have, right? insane how quick that came out. Cuz they did do some it's an older character in the movie if you haven't seen it. So I Yeah. 
And um, they did do some flashback scenes, so I wonder if they had that already in the mm-hmm. can. 87 and 81% on Ryan. I'm excited. Have you seen this other one, too? What's it called? Uh, bar- uh, not bar- uh, yeah, Barbaric? Uh, barbarian? barbarian? I have not watched Something not- like that. Dude, Justin Long it. in it or something like that? I want to see I want to see that. I mean, that's like 97, 94. I want to see that one so bad. Oh. I know. Is it Barbarian? Is that the name of the oh, it's, It begins with a B, and it's one word. Let me... We got a Roddy T's right now. See what they're they're hollering at. See if right I beat now. you. We're racing right now. Uh, Barbarian. Yeah, it's the one that's 90... like, like a tunnel, like under the house or something like that. Yeah, ninety-two yeah. percent audience is down to seventy percent. Ah, fuck them. You know those Critics people don't like horror movies. Traveling to Detroit for a job interview, a young woman books a rental home. But when she arrives late at night, she discovers that the house is, a, is double booked and a strange man is already staying there. Against her better judgment, she decides to spend the evening, which soon discovers that there's a lot more to fear than just an unexpected house guest. Dun, dun, Bill Skarsgård is in it. Georgina Campbell, Justin Long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on the preview for this. I, I've not obviously seen the movie yet. Uh, the Woman King with Viola Davis. This looks like just action and chaos. 95% and 99%. Have you read about this movie, though? Uh, no. Read, it was trending yesterday. Do you, you know why? I saw, the, I saw the trailer. I did not know that it was even trending. Oh, it's trending yesterday. So apparently, so Viola Davis plays this, this what do they call it? The woman king of like this West African yeah. tribe. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, she stands up against like the European slave traders and like wins this battle and blah, blah, blah. Turns out, Rich, that actually didn't happen. And that woman, then um, there was something to have to do with like palm oil. Like they were trying to trade like palm oil with these European settlers. They found out they need, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing basically, but basically her family then becomes very much involved with the European slave traders and is responsible for people getting shipped to Europe and the United States. Not great. Oh man, not so great. Made this whole movie like making her and the whole tribe look like. Oh awesome. yeah, and yep. And, and the movie was written by two white women, and nobody bothered to check on whether or not it was factually accurate. Bro, oh my god! So does Viola Davis have to stop doing like press for the movie now? Ah, that's. I mean, crazy. she was getting like Oscar buzz, and now people are like. Ugh. That's nuts. I didn't hear that. I just saw the trailer yeah. and I remember like, this looks pretty sick. And then it got good reviews early on. That is wild. Yeah. So the woman who's portrayed wow. in that movie, her family is like directly responsible for like uh, a large part of like the slave trade. Yikes. Yeah. Not great. No. no. You don't like You don't love to see that. Uh, also, according to the Onto critics, nicer things. Yeah. Well, speaking of not great, though, apparently, yeah. at least according <laughs> to the critics, I still want to see this. Haven't yet. It's really long movie, but the Anna de Armas Marilyn Monroe movie that we discussed is going to be or is out on Netflix. It's rated NC 17 called Blonde. Currently, 59% critics, 43% audience. Now, there's a story about this, though, that my wife was telling me is that they were filming it like on locations like either Marilyn Monroe's actual house or like places that Marilyn Monroe used to be and they were convinced it was haunted and you could tell like when something that Marilyn Monroe liked like there was a certain vibe in there and then when it wasn't like things would move around and like there was like a real kind of presence on set and they think it was Marilyn Monroe do you hear this like tippy tappy right here is that Marilyn Monroe it's not it's not Marilyn Monroe walking in high heels is it a little dog Hope it's your guy. Look at this guy. Look at this son of a bitch. Look at this guy. He's doing his tippy taps in there. 
<laughs> that's him. What did say? Oh, what that's a it. handsome devil. Oh, he's the nicest guy. Say what he doesn't like. He doesn't like being picked up. No. Oh, he's not like that. Yeah. Arrow likes it. He just like he, he could fall asleep. He's like, no. Really doesn't no. like it. He's, he's doing his tippy tap feet on my hardwood floors. He's a handsome. He never comes in here. I don't know what he's doing. He's like, huh? Well, do you ever know? We get some tea stomps. We get tea stomps here. It was. Oh yeah, that's probably it. Isn't like the thunder. They like tea stomps. A quick email of the episode. You can email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com. This one comes in from Connor. He says, Good morning, fellas. And that's just as a reminder, you can email us anytime. It could be your morning, you're late at night, maybe you can't sleep. Mm-hmm. Shoot us an email. He says, um, as the title of the email says, first time reaching out, but a longtime fan. I just finished the leftovers after a recommendation from the podcast. Absolutely loved it. Did you guys ever do an episode on it? Also, I'm curious if you have ever seen Top Gun Maverick. I am a Florida transplant from New England. Listening to the podcast reminds me fondly of home. Keep on keeping on. So we're, we're reversed on this, right? Yep, we are. So you have seen The Leftovers. I love The Leftovers. One of my all-time favorite shows. Davey, I have not it. seen it. I have seen Top Gun Maverick and fucking loved it. And I you have haven't not. seen it. No. I'll see that by the end of the year. With... It gives me three months because we'll do our year end best of the year type stuff. And I know I need to see Top Gun. You know what I loved about Top Gun? My wife put out like this, like really good point. She's like, I was fascinated by this movie because anytime two characters were talking to each other, there was a pretty good, pretty decent chance that they would kiss. It didn't matter who it was. (laughs) It didn't matter. It was just like, whoever's talking to each other, they're that close to each other. They might kiss. I like it. Yeah. You just never know. Could could be anybody. Could be any time. That is a good question. Um, that is By the way, good yeah. this is impromptu. We haven't we haven't done this yet. I do have a very quick. Should I have bought this? Oh, you do. But let's fold it into let's fold it into the video game minute though, because it's it has to do with that. All right, real quick correction, and thanks to uh, Mr. Monroe in the chat blonde is in theaters right now it's not on netflix until september 28th so that's how the reviews are out people have seen blonde but it's in not the on the theater end of the month so i gotta right. i'll watch that at the end yeah. of the month but here we go what do you got so the big news we have is that there was leaky footage of grand theft auto 6 which rockstar then came out today and said that it was in fact a pre-build it's like very very early footage of the game which looked very good now people were speculating that this was like a really good fake because people have been doing some really good things with the new unreal engine and just like trying to think some things out but this was rockstar did come out today and say that they did have a some sort of breach and that they were very disappointed that this photo footage got leaked and it was not like any working build of the game it was just like oh. pre-footage what was interesting is that you have your very first playable female character love it which I'm very excited about, and someone was uh, someone sniped there. It does, in fact, take place in Vice. Uh, I mean, um, I think it's Vice City. Okay, they had, like the Vice City um, VCPD on like the back of a cop car. So uh, it was her holding up what looked to be like a fast food restaurant. Yeah, so. it was pretty cool. Then her out in the street shooting guns. One of yeah. the best uh, memes or videos I saw on Twitter over the weekend when all the Grand Theft Auto stuff was coming out was um, Queen Elizabeth. When she finds out Grand Theft Auto Six is really coming out, and it was the Undertaker coming out of the coffin, <laughs> I saw one. It was the map. It was the leaked map of Grand oh, Theft yeah. Auto Six, but it was just a the like Dick a biology balls. dingus. <laughs> yeah, like, like in the map. biology textbook. 
map. But it had like the veins and everything were like the streets. I thought that was pretty funny. Sad dog. Um, so we haven't done this. Dude, Overwatch comes out in like three weeks. Overwatch 2 comes out in like three weeks and they dropped a new character. So a new healer named Kiriko, not to be confused with Kumiko from uh, from Karate Kid Part 2. Yeah. Um, but a new healer. It's got a little fox buddy. You know, does some cool like foxy things. I, yeah. I, I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm, I'm, I've much embraced the healer role as, as of late. What You've played some healer. Now, let me yeah, ask you some Overwatch-related questions. Who is your like go-to character? Uh, so it changed early on in the game. It was Junkrat, and then and I was fine with Junkrat, and then I morphed into a much better team player as Lucio. Yeah, and I have become a much better team player as well. I either go tank, I go tanky panky, or I go heels O'Neils. So I don't yeah. know. Now, now here's the Overwatch question. I think everybody wants to know, Richard. Every time you see this character across the battlefield, who are you like, ah, shit? Who's the one you hate to see the most? Oh, good question. I haven't played the game in forever. I would say a, like a really, really good tracer would drive me fucking up a wall because I couldn't it's, even like, see her. It's one of the pokers. So for me, it's always Genji. If the other team has a good Genji, like we're fucked. Yeah. Like, I just, I, it's one of those, I can't figure out That's a good one. what to do with it. And it's yeah. so goddamn hard to hit that little guy. Oh, son of a bitch. I don't yeah. know. So there's that. Um, so new Zelda footage. Did you see this? Are you aware of this? I am aware of this. Tears this of the Kingdom or Tears. So there was a speculation whether it was Tears or Tears, and it turns out it could be both. But um, the footage of this looks amazing. It's all sky stuff, so you're doing like crazy jumps off of platforms. The artwork is absolutely amazing. I'm very excited to play this. This is, I, I don't know if it's a direct sequel or like the spiritual sequel to Breath of the Wild, um, but... It looks amazing. Nice. And so, so here, hit the, hit the. I'll just go forever. So, yeah, we'll just go, we'll just go quickly. So we did get, you tweeted it out and then I tweeted it out like immediately after without looking at yours. The trailer for Tekken 8. Right, so we get right. Tekken Eight coming along with Street Fighter Six. Now these games look incredible. You and I. So this is like, should I have bought this? And do you want this smoke news, which you don't have a sounder for? Uh let's see if these moves fuck. Let's see. Okay, let's see if this fucks. Ready? So, so I don't know because I would ask you directly, do you want this smoke? And normally you would say yes, but I bought myself something that I've wanted for a very long time. And I want to share it with the people right now. And I'll let the people in the chat guess how much this costs. Richard, will you describe this? Davy is holding what can only be considered a absolute ginormous controller with eight buttons. Well, really 10 buttons on it. Yep. That is enormous. And that is the size of a trapper keeper. So it's about the size of an old Nintendo, like an original NES. Yeah. Notice this too. Has oh, the, okay. The, so that's a joystick. I couldn't that's tell. A that. so that's a joystick yep. on top and then eight buttons to the right so this is what is it called a professional modular fight stick so it is basically a a connected or can be bluetooth wow just a a con huge controller just for fighting games and i have been it has transformed i play a lot of fighting games in my spare time it has transformed the way i play and dare i say it's a bit it's a bit of an advantage is it's a right? huge okay. advantage right. so Throwing I, well, that out there. Now, I don't want the smoke in Street Fighter, but I oh, would no. Gladly, no one ever wants that from me. I would yeah. gladly encourage the smoke in Tekken. I'm good with mm. that. So you spent on that item 
four easy payments of no you spent all in 129.99 you're close okay you're close with taxes and fees with taxes and fees and shit well it was amazon prime so there was no shipping 110 dollars 110 this is how we do it you hit it before we could ask the chat but um i don't count because i already did buy it so like that's you know but it's not six hundred dollars no this thing is this thing is like metal it's this thing is solid as shit look it does the like listen does a little clicky clacks i like the sound of that love it pretty good pretty good mechanical buttons and that's your david's video game minute love it y'all ready for bisque topic is your time ryan I'm oh, sorry, I was just putting my controller down. It's well, it's you know massive. what time it is. It's time to bring in Dem Thrones, boys. What up, Shime? What up? We about to beat the piss out of this episode, boys. Shime, would you buy a fight, a professional fight stick for fighting games if you played them? Yeah, like if I played them regularly, sure. Yeah. Did you yeah. see the one? You were you were backstage. Did you see that? Sure that mamma jamma? It's pretty lit. It's Not pretty sweet, lie. right? Pretty nice. Pretty, pretty sweet. Nice. Maybe I'll stream some of my training because I do a lot of training. Sure. Streaming yeah, right here on the YouTube. Train. Uh, yeah. friend, friend of the show, uh, Corey Mitchell, was once like top 10 in the world in Mortal Kombat 9. So there you go. Wow. Woo. Who was yeah. this guy? Uh, he had like a 70, 70% combo with Cyrax, I believe. Oh. We did right. have some good Cyrax was, talk on the chat. He the, tried to the... teach me. I couldn't do it. No, it's it's too much. Yeah, that's that's a that's a lot going on. But we're not here to talk about Mortal Kombat Nine, although that would be pretty entertaining. We are, we aren't we though? Like we aren't we though? Are. That's yeah. true. But House of the Dragon episode five. Uh, the episode was entitled "We Light the Way," the official halfway point of season one, House of the Dragon. We'll do a just real briefly spoiler free. The rest of it will be all spoilers. Uh, Shine, best episode, worst episode, or just another episode? Uh, I say this was the best episode so far. Yeah, I have written. I have written if, in my copious notes the very okay. first thing: best episode of the season. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, and I think first of all, anytime you have a wedding in Game of Thrones, the anticipation for it to be the best episode is through the roof. And I think it lived up to it without just copying from other weddings. It did the kind of its own thing, but the 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 hype that that it was tense like throughout oh, like, and that was the high yeah that was the best part because as the characters are kind of doing that thing that people do in whodunits where they're all like looking at each other uh, the music is kind of building yeah and the crowd is kind of swelling so you're like something fucking's gonna happen i don't know what but some shit's gonna pop off like right now and, and it was I, great what happened i didn't really expect to happen right like as it was going on i was like oh this might this this over here might and then something different happened also it is the last episode before the 10-year jump so Rhaenyra and Alicent specifically are getting actress swaps but for five episodes I thought both were great I don't know if I've seen either one in anything ever before but I thought both were really really good and I think no. the, the next two that are taking their place kind of have big big shoes to fill here and so I think the Valerians yep are getting time jumped as well right mm -hmm. and Correct. um Makes sense. Uh, yeah, I think those are two. They're like BBC actresses who do like BBC television stuff. So you haven't, if you're not into that stuff, you probably haven't seen them in anything. But you, you said they're for, I mean, they're not kids. They're in like, they're like 20, but still. Yeah, they're 1920, but still. They, that girl who played Rhaenyra has got a, she's got a future. 
ahead of her. Like she, yeah, she was really, I even think the the girl that played Allison like really started to turn it on like the last couple episodes. Like early on, she was just kind of there, but the last couple episodes, she has uh, made her presence known. Yeah, she had a lot more to do. And I also think through now five episodes, so bigger sample size, Ryan, we were talking about this after the first two or three. For anybody who was like a little hesitant to be like, do I want to commit time to more Game of Thrones? I think the answer is yes. I think it has to be yes. It's an yeah. awesome world. There's cool stories. Even though we know how it's going to end 200 years from now, we don't really, like, especially if you didn't read the books, like, you don't know what's really going to happen with these characters. So, And they could change it. I mean, they did that in the show. Like, they changed what happened. So. Yeah. And the, what they've done so far has been, like, it's it's different enough where it, it, it surprises you. Like, I was surprised okay. by this episode. Um, so, and they've changed a couple of things. They've tweaked it. They've, they're telling their own story. And you kind of heard that too, like in the, in the post-show thing, like one of the showrunners was like, I read into this one moment and was like, mm, there's some subcontext here. So we're going to fill it in. Uh, yeah. Good point. All right. Anything else? Non-spoiler. Let's just get to it. Let's yeah, just right. go balls Let's deep into it. this thing. Spoilers. 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 Here come the spoilers. And so this is exactly what Sean was talking about in the in the post episode little discussion there with the directors and the writers and things is uh, we meet Damon's wife. So we had heard about Damon's wife, Lady Rhea Royce of Runestone. Great oh, name. How about that for alliteration, huh? That's yeah. fantastic. So we, we meet Excellent. her. She's not exactly what we were told. Uh, so once again, Damon, a bit of a, a bit of a liar, no surprise. But he confronts her or he sees her. And I guess in the book, what happens, Shime, right, is that she you just find out that Lady Royce fell off of a, of a horse. Correct. But there was a detail in there that her face was smashed. And so they're like, hmm. They did this, right? So George R. R. Martin never mentions that Damon had anything to do with it, but it's it's like because why would he say her spine was crushed and right. so was her head? Yeah. Like so a lot of a lot of fire and blood is kind of left open for you know you to read into it. And this was one of those instances, and the showrunner was like, Oh, Damon absolutely killed her. And so it's not written in the text, but it's inferred in that way. And I think that's a great addition by the showrunners. And that was a great, they, they mentioned in that thing, it was a great little like short film. It was a great little yes. like vignette that they did. Yep. And he's a scary motherfucker. Like that just like a soulless like stare that he was just looking at it the whole time. And he's got the hood up and he's just yeah. standing in the path like waiting for her. And she's like, uh, husband. And like she herself is kind of a badass, right? Like she's not one of these like just stay in the house kind of thing. She is a, a hunter and she's out there doing her thing. And she fucking jabs him with the line right before he comes back to kill her. Because he is about to kind of leave her for dead. Or at least that's what it looks like. And she drops the, I knew you couldn't finish. Which is just more confirmation that I think the thing with Rhaenyra, like, I just don't think he's a guy that gets hard on. He don't think his peck is working or something? Well, he, I think it's he can't do it unless he's in full control, right? Like, he has to have total control of the situation. He's like Dennis Otherwise, otherwise he is as impotent as it comes. What would, but, be, the, what would be the Damon system then? Like the I don't know. System? We have to figure it out. But to me, like, good for her. What a great last line. And I think if I'm hurt, like if my whole life is like hunting and like riding horseback and whatever, I'm going to say whatever I got to say just to have you like million dollar baby me. 
right there. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. Like, he, he does that thing where he, like, steps on her arm to make yeah. sure, like, it, it doesn't, there's no feeling there. Yeah. And I think she's like, just kill me. Just get yeah. it over. She's like, I'm, by the time somebody comes and finds me anyway, I'm going to get dead. My goddamn this fucking wolf's going to eat me or something. Whatever, whatever the fuck. Uh, we also get Viserys traveling to Driftmark. So we get a look at Driftmark here, and he's going to ask Corliss Valerian if his son, uh, Lenor Valerian, will marry Rhaenyra. But basically begging them. To right. Her. Yeah. So it's a real, it's a, it's once again kind of making him look like a weak king. First of all, he gets seasick while he's out on the boat. Now he's dealing with a lot of shit anyway, but he's throwing up on the boat. Yeah, go ahead. So I was going to say, so this episode tackled three of my biggest dislikes in the ma- a short amount of time. As you know, my great Achilles heel is I do get seasick. I hate boats. Tough. I don't like horses and crowds. Oh, you'd be terrible in Western. Oh, this was this is the anti Davy episode. This was like the anti me episode. Like wow. I also get wildly seasick every time so I even sick. stand on a boat. So you couldn't be a Valyrian, obviously. Nope. You also couldn't be a Greyjoy. Weren't the Greyjoys on the water a lot? Yes. Yep. You couldn't be. We know you couldn't be a. Uh, Martel. You know exactly who I would be. We're we're just beating around the bush. Stark. I would rather, much rather, be cold. I'm yeah, a Stark. You have to be a Stark, or you'd or be- uh, to me, who is the um. The other family that's in the north with them, little little girl was the queen. Oh, um, the Mormonts. I would be a Mormont, probably. Yeah, a bear. Yeah, a that. bear. Yeah, yeah, I can see that for for multiple reasons, not just the way I look, but also yeah. just you know, just in that. That's which, uh, which so Viserys is getting seasick on there. He looks like shit. He shows up and Corliss isn't even there, and they're like, "You're not even gonna meet the king." And they're like, "Oh yeah, no, he's getting ready for you." And then he like goes in there. He's like coughing, huffing, and puffing, and he gets in there. And then he asked for uh, the hand of Rhaenyra. But then immediately Corliss is like, all right, well, what's the deal? Like, who's in charge? What's the path of the thing? But it's like, I don't know if we've ever seen a king almost like beg as much as we have with, with this one here. Yeah. Kind of a mess. Yeah, it, and, and it really showed you the power dynamic as Viserys is walking into the room and Corliss is just still sitting on his little throne. And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, I, I'm not in any rush to get up for you. And it takes him a couple beats to take a knee. And and, and then and yeah. then Viserys is the one that has to acquiesce when it comes to uh, the the grand uh, the children of Lenor and Rhaenyra and be like yeah they get to keep the Valerian name until they ascend the throne then they become Targaryens and it was just like a whole whole mess <laughs> yeah he's like making deals with them it's like what else what other kind of deals he have like you would think the Targaryens would have the bigger stick in this situation but they don't which is weird too because after the fact like Corlys talks to his wife uh rainies and he's like yeah like you got screwed out of the throne i just want our children to have what you never did so if that's the case then why does your last name matter at all she's a targaryen like why does your last name matter at all if that was the case if you were being honest and that was actually the case you wanted to do this for your wife why does your last name matter she's a targaryen and so she didn't seem to care either she was like i don't she she was worried because now her kids are going to be at risk. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. At well risk. that's the other thing in which we we find out pretty quickly too. She's like, you're kind of putting a bullseye on his back, and we'll get to what happened um, with his love interest here coming up. But we also get Otto Hightower getting out of there because the last episode he was booted out from being hand. Now he talks to his daughter Allison, who's the queen, on their way out, and essentially Otto says, "You got to be careful." Because if Rhaenyra ends up taking over for Viserys, 
she's going to kill your kids and she has no choice but to kill your kids. First of all, Davey, do you believe Otto that that's exactly what Rhaenyra would do? So immediately as they're having this conversation, and this is, I'm going back to Breaking Bad. There's a conversation with Mike and Walter, the whole no half measures conversation. Yes. And that's exactly what Otto is telling Allison. He's like, you either have to beg her to let your kids live or you have to get this kid ready to take her out. So you you can't do both. Like you can't, there's no way for this to go both ways. Yeah. Like you need to pick a road and go. And she does. I think if I didn't know the whole backstory, but once you get into like the post-show stuff, then it starts to make a little bit more sense as to what she was doing. Um, yeah. But it was pretty brilliant on her part. Yeah, and I guess, you know, you would think, oh, they can, like, work it out. But I guess what Otto's saying makes sense. And he's, from a lot of the characters that we've seen so far, Shime, he's probably more of a historian just because he's been there long enough, right? He has seen different people in power and sort of the fallout each time. So he probably does have, like, he's not, he doesn't, he doesn't think he's deceiving her. Like, he really probably feels this way. Oh, he absolutely feels yeah. this way. But at the same time, he's, this is also a situation he created. He had his daughter seduce the king. He manipulated the king to get to this point. He made sure that his grandson was really kind of technically the rightful heir. And so he has put himself and his family in this position. Right. Um, but now it's just a matter of following through. But you, he also thought he was going to be there to see the whole thing Bingo. through. So now he's not. Now he has no control over it. So and so that's what that's the other part of me is like, is he just mad at Rhaenyra? And I'm sure he is mad, but like, so Rhaenyra is the one that got Otto out of there, right? She played the move with her dad, got Otto pushed out. So it's Otto just saying this to sort of try to get back at her in a way, or is so. he just worried about his daughter? You think? I think he's actually worried about his daughter. Cause like, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, fathers don't actually tell their kids they love them in this world. Like it's not really a thing you do, <laughs> but this is his way of showing her that he cares about her and that her and her son matter to him um and that's kind of the best way he can do it uh so we also get a scene on the boat where sir Kristen cole basically shoots his shot and goes up to rainier and he's like we could just get out of here right now and she I, goes, what, dude? And that so, never works it, it's so funny because <laughs> in the books the uh the jester mushroom is is a great character claims that this happened the other way around that rainier tried to tell Kristen cole let's run away but oh, in the show, they're doing it vice versa, which I think is is really cool. I like that. Who's so is Mushroom the guy banging on the drums? No, Mushroom doesn't exist in the show. He's just he's basically like an unreliable narrator from the books. Oh, oh okay, good character. Hopefully, they bring him in. I, I, I love him. That. Uh, you also get Viserys finally returning home, and then like as soon as he does, he like wipes out again. Like this guy is not doing well, and. I'll be I'll tell you and we're jumping around just a second here. I if they didn't show him in the preview for the next episode, you could have you could have thought maybe he died at the end of this episode. Like he was such a mess. He passed out like three times and he's just looking so old. He's looking so bad. But again, they show you a preview. So he he somehow makes it another 10 years, which here's a Fitzy pull. And I know Fitzy's not listening. He looks like David Lopan from uh Big Trouble in Little China. That's a deep pull for yeah, me, but good. he doesn't look good. But I tell you, I love just a gnarly, stinky skin condition. <laughs> when he's it. laying there in the chair and his arms just out. And at first I thought he had grayscale. And then I'm like, is that just pus? No, it's just oh, putrid. 
I tell you, there are two types of people in this world, right? There are people who love the show, Dr. Pimple Popper, and fucking liars. If you don't, you're a liar. I hate this it. Show's, I oh, it's it. amazing. Oh, you guys are so is. dead wrong. No, 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 I love no, that no, show. It grosses me out. Oh, I love Hello, it. Ed. I oh. love it. No, so Davey for sure. As somebody who went to high school with Davey back back when you know zits were a common thing. Let Davey, me get it. One guy. Let me get it. Let me get in let there. Let me get it. Please I'll get it. I just fucking believe it. Gnarly one in his shoulder. I'll get it. Let me get let it. Let me get in there. Don't, don't touch me. I don't Everybody want did. that. Just get, I don't want just it. create a yeah. huge wound. I don't want it. Uh, so <laughs> then you get a really interesting scene where Allison talks with Sir Kristen Cole. So Kristen Cole major character in this episode very clearly and he has a bit of a guilty conscience and that's part of the the conversation he has with Rhaenyra where he's just like I I you know I don't want to be like your whore also like I had an oath and all this shit and I broke it so Allison goes to talk to Kristen Cole because Allison found out about the tea right because that who was that fucking guy shime that was oh, oh so the guy talking to her was uh Long Laris kid. Clubfoot uh the son of Lionel Strong Got it. Yeah, Clubfoot over there. He was he was whispering in her ear about the tea. So old she's short, like, oh, old short long there. <laughs> so so she is now convinced that like she did sleep with Damon. That's what she thinks. Allison yeah. has no idea about Sir Kristen Cole. So she goes to him and is like going around and around and around and around. And then Cole's like, Yes, it's true. He's like, We made love. <laughs> And you're like oh, no, it's like God, he did the thing was it in liar liar when he gets out of the elevator it was me <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was like dude you didn't need to go there you didn't need to do that man. now as soon as cole reveals the truth and he's like hey can you just kill me basically he's like don't like don't, like, don't well, because you just kill me straight up and she's like what the fuck so the last guy to the last night's watch guy prior to him to have sex with women it was a guy who had like mysteriously had three separate families while being a member of the night's watch and when the king found out he nice. cut off his cock and sent wow. him to the night's watch not nice, nice. oh so he, he turned into gray worm yes not the worst punishment i've seen for deflowering somebody you weren't supposed to but that's another story for another time cock cut off worse so it's, again it's worse so the penalty for in ancient rome uh, here we go. Even the Romans are Greeks. I could do it before you even hit the button, right? <laughs> I wasn't prepared. Or even the Romans are Greeks. That's a pretty good impression. I just did too. I'm proud yeah, of that. Nailed it. I've yeah. heard it so many times. But the the punishment for deflowering a Vestal Virgin is you were put into a big burlap sack. And you're Richard, this will curdle your blood with a dog, a monkey, a rooster, and a snake. And not only if that weren't bad enough, you were then thrown into the river. So as you were drowning, you'd be being ripped to shreds by all of those animals. You're going to have problems, just like everything else. But stay positive and stay strong. Leave it yeah, the right. Romans are Greeks. Yeah. <laughs> so that'd be number one. Then pocket yeah. uh, one off would be two. Got it. Probably. Got it. Got How it. do they stop the bleeding on that, by the way? Not to go down the whole medical road, but if they just lopped it off, they just like pack it with gauze or what do you oh, do? Burn it. Oh, oh yeah. Cauterize, baby. You're going to have problems. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we were talking about and thinking about doing a worldwide documentary because there is cosplaying across the, the United States and the globe. Um, even though we live in Massachusetts and it's kind of a Puritan town. Um, 
Uh, there are cosplayers that are in Germany, cosplayers that are in France, cosplayers in England. And, you know, even in Germany, they'll, kids will dress up in cosplay and go to classes in cosplay. Um, yeah, that happened to Reek, right? Reek got his, his dinky Reek? cut off. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ramsey's got it, right? Ramsey's yeah. off him. Yeah, yep. so we, so uh, Varus and Grey Worm and Reek, all cockless, right? Yep. Anybody else? And uh, you said Grey Worm, right? Well, yeah. all of the unsullied, all of the, all of the crew, yeah. right? But yeah. he's the only one with like a name. But yeah, everybody yeah. else, <laughs> just all of them, no cocks. So <laughs> tough. So tough he's life. in. So he's yeah. in the new interview with the Vampire Show. Not to get too off track, but I don't, I don't have any interest in that. You know me, I love the Draculas, but you love a good Dracula show. I have no interest in that show. No, I think they're leaning like too movie. hard into the Lestat. It was a Lestat and Remy yeah. relationship. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit bigger than that. I feel like the books were bigger than that. But anyway, yeah, probably now. All right. So the moment uh, Allison hears Cole's confession, what at that moment do you think is racing through her mind? That he's now an asset to her. Okay. I know this about you. I'm not going to say anything, but you are going to do everything I say. And you're going to keep an eye on her. You're going to make sure, you know what I mean? Like, so you're now my guy. A hundred percent. I think Davey nailed it. Like she knew she's like, oh, my father's not here. I have to start to do this myself. This is my first piece on the board. This is my first night on the chessboard that I have in my pocket that I can use at my disposal. I think she's also kind of in an interesting spot because on the one hand, she was the one that was saying she's like, I believe Renera when she says she didn't bang Damon. And Otto is like, listen, I got a good source that said she did. And he's like, and, and then that's why they had their little back and forth there. But she's like, so on the one hand, she didn't lie to her about Rhaenyra or about Damon. She did not. But she's probably pissed that she didn't then confide in her about Sir Kristen Cole. Yeah, she kind of twisted it a little bit. She on twisted her. it. Yeah, she yeah. twisted it a little bit. But I think that's also we it. just kind of glossed over it. But I'm very curious how Laris Clubfoot knew that she got the tea. Yeah, like unless he is a high tower guy, which it doesn't seem like he is, mm -hmm. he then that means has someone in the building that's talking to him, and like in like he is renowned as being one of those people where he doesn't speak very much, and he's a listener, and he's like a, I mean, he becomes a master of whispers more or less. Was he Varus? Yeah, he's like he is the Varus from three hundred years prior. Yep. Like he just hears everything, and that's why. Uh, at the tournament a couple episodes ago, you see him sit with the women because he just wants to sit and listen. He doesn't want to actually talk. But so does he have a good relationship with his father? Laris Clubfoot? Yeah. Yes. So yeah, him, him so his now, brother, and his father are all kind of in a good spot. Plus. Okay. And so like, and now, so he'll be one of his informants. So everything that Clubfoot knows, we'll assume that the hand of the king knows. Yep. And it's a matter of how much does the hand... What do you, what do you think the... Varus or Viserys, excuse me, the the king and this current hand. How do you think that relationship is compared to what it was with Otto? Well, they talk about it a little bit, and right towards one when, when he's has his arm out and he's being all gross, he asked him something about like how the history books would remember him. And he gives him like an honest answer. He's like, "Look, you kept something. Your father, like your was a grandfather, whoever was you kept uncle, that going I think, technically." And in and, and he's like, you know, they probably won't. I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, you know, they're probably not going to sing any songs about you. And he was like, you know, anyone else would have told me, like, made me like feel better, and you didn't. He's like, no, I'm, my bad. He's like, no, I appreciate it. So he no, told him true. the truth. 
yeah that was definitely honest of him and he's like yeah like the land is doing well right now and everybody's doing pretty pretty well and he's like because he's like oh i wish i was tested more i'm like dude then you would be done you'd be out you like, wouldn't if, make it if you were be in happy. a battle yeah. you'd be smoked in a battle like yeah. you're not one of those type of kings Nope. It's one of those trust fund kids who's always looking for a fist fight until he gets punched in the nose. And then you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, Yeah. they're clearly not friends, but like he's strong as a good ally to have because he's not going to bullshit you. Like he's going to give it to you straight and you kind of go from there. He's also working another thing, right? Like he's not going to backstab him. At least at this point, it doesn't look like he's going to. Now, if if you're picking your own hand of the king, do you go someone who's a close confidant or do you go someone who isn't, but you respect their opinion? I think this is the right choice. I think someone who's going to no, talk about you personally. Oh, yeah. me personally. I would probably choose my buddy because I want to hear what I want to hear. Uh, yeah. Especially if I'm the, if, if I'm the King, I want to hear what I want to hear. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear the truth. Probably 90% of the time. So I would probably be more apt to put my buddy next to me or my brother or somebody I can control yeah. than anybody else. Yeah. I would want somebody that, not necessarily that I'd want to hear like, oh, how great I am, but just somebody that I know if I tell them something that it wouldn't get out. Like I would want that kind of yeah. confidant. And I think like when Robert Baratheon chose Ned Stark, well, that was also good because of fucking his power too. The like, whole thing, yeah. But like I think somebody like that is. is but they cool. were like, but yeah, I mean, for me, I think it would be someone that like I knew wouldn't lie to me. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the key. That's the key. To the whole you thing. know, it, like telling. I mean, like telling me what I want to hear is kind of lying to me. If I ask you a question, you tell me it's not dishonest, but something that like I know you're just blowing smoke up my ass. Like I don't like that. Yeah, that I don't, and that doesn't help you. And eventually, no. that'll get snuffed out, and you'll be in trouble. Mm-hmm. All right, let's jump to the royal wedding time. So you get Rhaenyra versus Sir Lanor Valerian, and at this point, the, the episode was good prior to this, but this is where it kicks up a notch. And so you have the whole thing, the whole pomp and circumstance, and all the the tables and everybody at the head of the table. But it's just kind of weird because, like, the queen's not up there yet. You're just kind of sitting around. You have a couple of weird conversations. The fucking creepy Lannister guy comes up there. Guy is such a fucking twat. (laughs) Classic Lannister, though. And just thinking that, like, he is related to all of them is, like, awesome. It's, like, perfect. Um, And I love just the fact that every Game of Thrones fan, you know, as soon as they come in and it's a wedding scene, everybody's just like, oh, shit. Like, you know what I mean? There's supposed to be like this joyous oh, occasion. Oh, shit. Here we go again. It's either like, oh, shit. Here we go. Or um, you just go like, oh, no. Like, you're just like, <laughs> you know, like, this is going to be bad. And, and it so was. The moment that you really thought it was going to get bad was when Damon strolls in. So he's a little mm-hmm. bit late and he kind of walks in and you're like, all right, what is his relationship going to be with everybody in there? Like, what does his brother think? What does his niece think? There's already rumors circulating about the two. He's a wild card and he has been the entire show. Like, and so you're like, all right, this is probably where shit's going to hit the fan. Then Allison shows up late and they kind of make it very clear in the episode, but she's wearing green, which apparently is the Hightower house signal for war. And you're yeah, like, the flame, the flame that they used to signal yeah. to war is green. And so I guess I would just ask, who is she doing this versus? Um, it's Renier. Well, no. Yeah, with Rhaenyra, exactly. It's it's her alert to her family that be prepared, we're gonna take this throne. And she refers to her, I believe, for the first time, Shime, if correct me if I'm wrong, as stepdaughter. Yep. She drops a stepdaughter. Not my friend, yeah. you're not my friend anymore. Like exactly. you're my stepdaughter. stepdaughter. Yep. Yes. Yeah. She's out for it. Um 
so and then sir gerald right so sir gerald was a character that we saw come over with the valerians and he is lanor's like in hiding secret boyfriend and oh no he, that's joffrey oh why did i write gerald so gerald so, gerald was Ray gerald's Royce's the other cousin. guy yeah. Oh no! So Gerald's the one that called out Damon on behalf yes, of Moonstone. All right. I've got oh, him. and what a fucking big dick move he did on him too. He's yeah. like, "What about oh. my inheritance? That's coming <laughs> to me. I'll see you. I'll see you at that meeting, pal." Yeah. <laughs> that David is such a badass. Old. Damon's old. Cold. Yeah, because awesome. he just was like he he wanted to fight him like on behalf of all of Runestone. Yeah, let's go. Like, yeah. The, what I own, I own that now. Yeah. Basically, I'm glad you're here. Yeah, I'm glad you're here. I meant to ask you. So that place you want to fight me? Yeah, I own that now. Yeah. He's like, we didn't have any kids. And so it was going to go to her. So now it goes to me. Like, oh. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that was a good little back and forth with, with Gerald. Um, also, Damon, and this is probably going to play out very much going forward, but he chats up the, the Valyrian girl. So Damon, yeah. Damon's making moves here as mm -hmm. well. Um, well him but, right now, no, and no pun intended, but like any port in the storm. Because he makes a run at Rhaenyra, he makes a run yeah. at her. Yeah. Like he's really making it known that like he's on the market again. Well, yeah. he, he sure is. Yeah. And how about when when he's just like he, when people bring up his wife too, and he's just like, yeah, yeah, really bummed out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn shame. laughs> that was somebody's like, oh yeah, really broken up about it. Yeah, it stinks. <laughs> really stinks. Oh, right, so handsome gal she was. So Lenore, not much of a uh, horse rider. Le no, she wasn't. Le Lenore's boyfriend is joffrey yeah joffrey yeah. the knight of kisses the knight, of kisses. <laughs> the knight <laughs> of kisses well he's not gonna have to worry about that anymore he <laughs> uh but i love the look that like Kristen gives me i don't know how i got that name who like okay guy yeah <laughs> like, all right guy so he go back to um, but he sort of sniffs out early on in the episode which i think is pretty cool so uh Rhaenyra and Lenor have like an agreement because Rhaenyra know they they've grown up together. She knows them. She's like, I know you're not interested in this, and she's like, frankly, I'm not interested in you. So like, and that was a very. By the way, we do need to mention that was a very clever way of doing that. Very clever conversation that they I had. Didn't like, pick so, up on it at first. I was like, I was like and that's why it worked. Talking about yeah. yeah. More, and the more worked. they talked about it, you're like, oh, okay. I didn't get it I until like, Rainey's was talking to Corliss, and I'm like, oh, okay. Now I understand what they're talking about. So I, I like. I don't like duck. And, and and the way I picked up on it, which is like, I don't, I, I don't like duck and I can't, I don't know why I just don't. Mm -hmm. And she's like, mm -hmm. I get it. And I'm like, Oh, I see what they're doing here. Okay. But like what a, uh, and they talked about this in the post episode thing, but like, so ahead of its time where like before everybody would just sort of like, this is how we have to do things. And these families do this thing and blah, blah, blah. And you're forced into these relationships or whatever. And it's something that, you know, even Damon had taught Rhaenyra before was like, all right, we're going to get married. We're going to put the houses together. But guess what? Go live your life, right? Like, I'm not going to make you be miserable. You're not going to make me be miserable. So they they really have an interesting kind of partnership here going on. However, we'll see how that all plays out because he's happy. He has his boyfriend. And his boyfriend was smart enough to realize that he's like, all right, well, if Rainier is going to make that deal and she knows you have me, she has somebody. We got to figure out who that is. And he sniffs out that it's Sir Kristen Cole not realizing how guilty Christian Cole feels about it. So he goes up to him thinking that he's very clever and talks to him at the wedding. And it's just like, I know what's going on. I'm like, hmm. and at the time I didn't realize what it was going to lead to. <laughs> well, so it's crowds, it's really, man. Fuck crowds. It, it's really Crowd. weird. Cause like the last thing you see is Viserys getting pissed because he sees Damon's hand on 
Rhaenyra's face. And yeah. then all of a sudden they go into a crowd and people start freaking out. Start freaking the fuck out. And then so you end up seeing Kristen Cole um, beating the absolute brakes off of uh, Joffrey. Just punching the face into the ground. And just but, that guy is uh, unrecognizable. So just a massacre just there on, fucking the, on the dance burger floor. By the time he's done with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love how they like he's facing the camera and then he kind of like turns his face away. And you can see like all the like oh. skin and everything. Um, but one of the things that I, I, I you didn't immediately know. No. Like what was this, going so on? My right. first thought was, oh, is he fighting Damon? Like right. because Damon like had the know. hand on Rhaenyra. So I'm like, oh, is somebody fighting Damon for putting their hand on the princess? And it could have been Lenor. It could have been anybody. So yeah. you didn't know. Or it could have been that who's that other beefy guy who was with. He wound up stepping in and like punching. Oh, Harwin. Him. So yeah, Harwin. and so that's yeah. how you know too that the three strongs are all working together because Lionel from the like the the table with the king looks at his sons, just gives him a nod, and Harwin starts beating the shit out of people and picks up Rhaenyra and walks out. He gives her like he gives him like the click. Yeah, click. he's supposed to be like the best knight in the land. By the oh, way, so that guy seemed like a hoss. I'm like, we need yeah, more of this is. guy. Okay, he's a dude. He's a hoss. <laughs> I'll take that guy on my team any day. So. What do you think Rhaenyra's reaction is going to be to this? That like, I mean, this is her choice. I mean, this is she, her and Kristen have this whole conversation on the boat where she's like, I am the crown. And now I think she finally realizes that like, well, shit. But it's like, like this is, she, they do be like that sometimes. I think it, it also, like it, it, <laughs> do be like that. She also probably realized that our, clearly can't get what you want because it seemed like they had a good agreement seemed like they were going to be married they were going to rule the kingdoms and then they each had their own side piece but the one side piece doesn't isn't happy being a side piece and then he's afraid that the other one knows about it and he's like nobody can know about like nobody like i don't trust you so then he kills that guy so now you gotta figure lanor's probably not gonna trust rhaenyra anymore i wouldn't think well i mean he's gonna know she had nothing to do with that but i mean a little bit though a little bit. I mean, but what's his name? The, the Knight of Kisses there should have kept his. But yeah, I don't. Shot. I don't. He I don't should. think Lenor will be pissed at Rhaenyra though. Like she wouldn't. Like they clearly were going to have this deal. I don't think she would then go and have her husband's lover murdered. But can can Kristen Cole still be her bodyguard? No, and and I don't think he will be. I think he will be part of the King's Guard, but be more assigned to the Queen now. I think. But still- didn't they show him in the preview? He's in. He's in jail. Oh, I don't know. Um, they might they might so. put him in jail briefly for fucking killing someone. Oh, oh well, yeah, he, he killed somebody in front of everybody. But, <laughs> but then, then what's her name? So mm. but then Allison stops him from he's going to he's about to kill himself. He's going full what samurai, is, and she stops yeah. I was just about to say, what is that? Uh, not Sudoku, but uh, Harry Carey. Harry Carey, the word there right in front of the tree with the face on it. He's like, I am going to lay down on Co- this committee. Seppuku, seppuku. That's the word I was looking for. Thank mm-hmm. you. And Allison steps in there, stops Cole from killing himself and then they end up doing a shotgun wedding and it's funny because they even made a point to be like oh if this is just like the pre-wedding like the main wedding is going to be fucking crazy and you're like nope <laughs> nope uh not when you have somebody die at the pre-show so rhaenyra marries lanor in like a shotgun wedding wedding and then fucking king viserys passes out again like he's just he's just like he's had enough he's <laughs> yeah, a long, yeah. Yeah, long day he's uh, he's done with he is turning into the blob from x-men Yep, hundred percent. He's on the beach, the senator, or whatever. He's got melting. There. The guy's Girl, literally just... melting. <laughs> it's falling apart. But yeah, I'm curious how this is. So we also see a preview for what's to come, and obviously we've mentioned the ten year time jump already. But it looks like Rhaenyra 
is going to have a bunch of kids. And it's my guess is they're all going to be Sir Christian Cole's kids. Is that fair? Because there's a line in there where Allison's like, yeah, it's one thing if like one of the kids doesn't like look like fucking uh, Lenore, but like all three of them, like that's just like a slap in the I face. See, I thought she, I thought she was talking to Viserys. Mm. I thought so too. So I thought she was talking to Viserys, but I don't know who she's talking about. So I, see, I mean, one kid who's got, he's got two kid, two blonde kids, and one brown hair, like a couple brown haired kids. Wait, Viserys has brown hair. Uh huh. I thought she was talking to him, and she's she's saying to him like one of these is an accident, three's an insult. Like three, you're just rubbing it in my face. I Wait, thought she was talking to him. Who's he having kids with though? Hoovers. Oh, so she don't bang him anymore. So this is my thought, and I don't know. And Shyam, I don't know if it's in the book, and I don't know if I even want you. Yeah, to I'm, I'm, tr- I'm, rem- I'm trying to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're not going to. Don't spoil anything. Obviously. I think Rhaenyra has kids with Sir Kristen Cole, but she keeps saying they're Lenore Valerians. And people who really know are like, well, these two aren't even actually sleeping together. So how does she have all these kids? And none of them fucking the because they would both they both have white hair. So if they have three kids that don't have white hair, what the fuck? Wouldn't one of them be like part black? Like, yeah, I think that would be pretty easy to identify. Well, but you could be like, oh, well, it takes after the mother more, I guess. So that's my, I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe I misread it. I don't know if there was, uh, I, I didn't like go back and rewatch it. I just, that was the one preview for next episode, but you get Olivia cook who I love. She's playing, uh, Allison. I think she's going to be great going forward. And the other actress nope. I don't recognize. She was in, um, what's the show? Remember the show with, uh, I think it was on Amazon Prime, and they were like ghost hunters or whatever. Oh, was, paranormal was no the, uh, the Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, I forget. Oh, fuck, I, I know, I know the show. Truth Seekers, Truth Truth Seekers, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Emma DeArcy, so Emma DeArcy and Olivia Cook are gonna come come play Rhaenyra and Allison. So anyway, pretty pumped. Any uh, any other thoughts on this episode or thoughts on future episodes? It's a great, just a great episode here. Yep, if this one. episode doesn't get you hooked, you're not going to get hooked. Then you're out. Basically where I'm at. Right. Yeah. If you're not in after this episode, you're out. And that's okay. You go do your own thing. I'm going to eat this up like a, like a kid with candy. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. All right. Very good. Uh, Shime, thanks so much for the time. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. No episode next week, but we'll talk to you probably in a, in a couple of weeks. Sounds good, boys. Enjoy. All right, Shimer. Thank you. Give him hell out there, Shime. Thank you very much. Well, what's going on uh, next week? Oh, just another baby. Just going to man to man. No just, more zone parenting. Good luck. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the best I can with what yep. I can. All right, Ryan, let's uh let's get to this then. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the All right. Would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may choose at this time to defend a goal? I will receive because okay. this is something I brought up last week and I told the people of of of, of our listenership that I would be doing this. So I did pick up Metal Hellsinger, and I will tell you this, Richard, it is not a perfect game, but God damn it, is it perfect for me. I have nice. a blast of like playing this game. So um, there's a the fucking soundtrack is so metal. Um, the story's fine, but like um, Troy Baker does a voice, um, or is it, it and um, he does the voice of like your skull companion there. So he's like narrating the whole thing. The story's kind of meh in the, but it's just so much fun. And like the more the multiplier you, it's actually, if you listen to it with headphones, like the music builds 
Awesome. Like as you start, and then once you hit like the highest multiplier, like the vocals kick in, and it's got like the the girl who sings for a band called Arch Enemy, who's like one of the best female metal singers I've ever heard. It's got Serge Tankian. It's got like all these like cool metal bands. It's awesome. So I'd give it a I'd give it a five out of six. It's fireballs. It's not laser beams. I know it's not the perfect game. All right, very good. I don't have it. Yeah, to hit it. Ah, laser beam! It's better than fireballs, you pussy. Well, it is, it's not it laser beams, but it is certainly fireball. So if you're right. into metal music and shooters, fucking pick it up. Very good. All right, I got two things quick. One, if you're into those uh, documentaries about just terrible stories, but are really well done, Sins of Our Mother. Did you watch this? I can't. You and Mac, both of you, both you and Mac in our group text said that you had to drink after you watched it i am in no headspace to watch this no and like i there are plenty of people like my wife's one of those people that's like i'm not gonna fucking watch that and i'm like get it i completely get it but the it, the story is crazy and apparently it was in like national news but like i don't watch a lot of those like datelines or good morning america's even yeah. i guess all these different shows talked about it from like a few years ago so i had no idea i went into it not knowing anything this was like the thing it was that people like don't fuck with cats like i didn't watch that either Oh, I watched that. That was yeah. intense. That was intense. But this is this is crazy. This story, and but I just I'm always blown away by the good documentaries, like of all the footage they get. So they get like all of like the police cams. They get like the they get the um like the confessions or whatever. Uh, the interrogations. They get uh phone calls from prison. Like they get everything, and and they they you know they interview all the important people that are that are involved in it. So. It's only three episodes. It's like fifty minutes, fifty minutes, forty minutes. So I yeah. ripped through it in, in one. It's like night. the one the the one they just did with the kid who killed his dad. I just killed my dad. Yep. Yeah. So that. Um. One, so. I think, and I think what did it, and I think you've seen this movie too, the movie Dear Zachary. I don't think I wa I remember you telling oh. me about it. Yeah, I think you told me about it. I have not seen it. This movie will just absolutely crush your soul. Um. And if you've ever seen Dear Zachary. You would understand where I'm like, you know what? I just don't. I don't have it in me. I don't can't blame you. Do that again. Yeah. All right. I have a recommendation that you would be interested in. Hit me, baby. A comic book. Yeah. So you can get it at your local comic book shop, or it's also on the Hoopla site. And I, this is a recommendation from the TLDR guys, Doctor Joe and Nick Fryer. The Good Asian. It is. That's the name of the book. The Good Asian. It's uh, two volumes, ten issues total. It's. A noir. I know you're like a nice I love people. oh, I love that. Like, yes. I think it's like 1930s San Francisco about like a like a, a Chinese American police officer. Yeah, Hard boiled like, detective. I'm looking at it right now. It looks like that. It's good. It's sounds like he says, Yeah, see, like he says you get that voice, you know. It's good. So check so uh so check that one out. Yeah, why aren't you a pocket full of firecrackers? Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Uh <laughs> Next week, no episode. As no we episode. We'll be TBD. You have any? We'll have uh, another dork family member at that point. So between the two of us, now it'll be four girls. I know. And guess what? I got a new pet. You haven't seen him. I'll bring him out next time. Oh, what did you get? Oh, I saw the. Actually, you know what? I think I saw it on Instagram. Yeah, and now what you would expect? This thing literally almost fell into my lap. This is a five-year-old Russian tortoise. <laughs> I have now a pet turtle. Well, it's a tortoise, but my daughters love it. You know what my daughters named him? No. Oh. Korg. Excellent name. Because he looks like he's made of rocks. That's what Ex they said. That is an excellent name. 
Yeah. So what does Korg do? What is it, where is he at right now? He tank? sits on my daughter's lap and watches TV. He has a little he has a little heat lamp that he gets at night. He has two two lamps, one for night, one day. He's the best pet ever. He he all just, he does is eat lettuce and he just does make a noise. He's great. The snakes up there this big. The turtle yeah. or is a tortoise? It's a tortoise. How big is he gonna get? Uh, five to six inches. They oh. like long so he's gonna get like this big he's little right now he's only five years old but the thing that's fucked is this thing could outlive me oh yeah i saw what the fuck it was on twitter it was like a like 180 or 190 year old turtle or whatever they're like yeah so this thing could these things typically live to like 50 or 60 it's gonna outlive me oh my god so like your kids could take take them to college and take them beyond college well that's the i made my daughter that was my older daughter i was like when you move out like he's going with you you and you know oh, that, right? God. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Who knows? Well, hey, I'll bring him on next time. We'll say hello. Good stuff. Yeah. Hit us up on uh, on Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube. Uh, leave a review on the on the Apple Podcasts wherever you get it. And uh, yeah, so I think we'll be back in two weeks. If not, uh, fear not. Maybe we'll be back in three weeks. I'll figure out when we're going to do it. And then next thing you know, Rod, it's going to be Dorktober, Dorktober seven. So hey, uh, spread it on. Baby sleep a lot. You'll be fine. So there's another one running around the house too. I know. Now one can move and talk. So. That one's that one's quick. That one's yeah. fast. Uh, you don't give a shit about anything, do you? What's that? I said you don't give a shit about anything, do you? Not really. <laughs>